This is Bob Petrakis with the other side of the news brought to you by the Free Press.org. WCRS Community Radio 98.3 and 102.1. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. One, two, rock a head world. You know you got to put up a fight. Head world, you're on my little jungle tonight. Head world, keep bringing it the rest of your life. You got to put up a fight.
WGRN. I'm Dan Dugan. We're here with the other side of the news. I'm Bob Petrakis. WGRN is at 94.1 on your radio dial. And uh, some of you may be listening out there in the ether, right? Or in the internuts. At any rate, we uh, just listened to Michael Fronte and Spearhead, a disc that came out a few years back, 2008. And it was produced by the famous Sly and Robbie of uh, many, many legendary musical endeavors like Peter Tosh, Jimmy Cliff, etc., etc. At any rate, we thought we'd start off with a little musical message before we begin to discuss some of this, this week's past events. Bob, where are we going this week? Well, uh, we're going to analyze uh, the president and uh, what happened, of course, in Charlottesville, Virginia, but really the president uh, doubling down on the notion of right after. both sides. Uh, right. Uh, right after he, then, uh, he essentially said there was a moral equivalence between the two sides. He backed away, and then when he b- went back to it. But it should be real clear. One side advocates genocide, the mass destruction of people and their oppression because of their race or ethnicity. Yes. The other side was opposing them, right. demonstrating against them. You mean, you mean the people that George Soros paid to be there, right? At least that's what the bus driver told me today. Well, the, the, uh, you know, the bus the driver bus. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, a lot of these people, right? George Soros happens to be uh, Jewish. George Soros does progressive stuff, liberal stuff with his uh, money. Yes. But, uh, you know, did George Soros pay uh, people, uh, you know, to show up? Most of those people. I think wanted to be there themselves anyway. uh, People are, many are anarchists. Many are not fans of George Soros. Right. You know, they're, uh, you know, they're anti-racist action. Exactly. People, you yeah. know, and the old ARA. Yeah, they they were there, mm-hmm. and they had very little to do with George Soros. They're there because every time white supremacists, neo Nazis show up and said we shouldn't kill or prison people, they show up and oppose them. That's why they were there. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we used to see those folks quite a bit in Columbus, which. This is my question about what went on down there. Whereas in Columbus, the KKK would rally on the statehouse steps with their Nazi friends, and a fence would be erected between them and the ARA. And not everybody liked the fence, but it it seemed to keep people from being killed or run over by cars because the police, at least at that point in time in Columbus, Ohio, were doing their job to try to keep the peace and i can't understand where the police were in charlottesville and and why we have uh, uh, a death uh, attributable to a um, an, an in, either enraged racist motorist or uh, just a, a complete nutcase anyway but um yeah that's my question what do you think the police was, were up to and were they just letting it happen well there's actually been uh, been some discussion uh, on that uh Number one, uh, to a certain extent, the police have a uh, history of letting both sides uh, 
right. go at it. Sure. The key difference this time and uh, when we used to see them at in uh, Columbus in the Capitol right. back in the 90s and the early part of the 21st century. Uh, number one, there used to be different gun laws. Yeah. There used to true. be different approaches. Uh, we're in a much more militarized period. Uh-huh. We're also in a period where, you know, the gun laws at the local levels have been struck down uh, 2008 in the Chicago case, for example. So a lot of these, you know, alt-right, which are nothing more than, you know, white supremacists, uh, they've got paramilitary forces with them. And I don't really think the police anticipated, you know, that this right. was, a, you know, Nuremberg-style rally, you know, mid-1930s. They were going to show up with shields and torches right. yes, and... and uh, yeah. Essentially, they kind of look the like cops themselves, actually. In many cases, the, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think the times have uh, changed dramatically, and I think they're far more uh, emboldened. I mean, uh, the Daily Stormer, which operates out of Worthington, Ohio, was the chief right. coordinator of yeah. a lot of that activity, and they drew neo-Nazi clan members, white supremacists, homophobes from all over the United States. And right. I think once you got that many in one spot, yeah, uh, you know, they were going to do something. Well, things can happen, yes. Yeah. Well, but I'm just anyway, wondering why the police weren't more... I mean, I guess they were well, visible, but more active. I don't, I don't think, number one, they were prepared too. for the size of it. Uh, right. They appeared not to have riot equipment on uh, uh-huh. that would allow them to intervene right. uh, more. Uh, I think... Perhaps their strategy was to let them go at each other. I mean, maybe. Uh, I've, yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've uh, been beaten and fra- had a rib fractured in my neck uh, at a, uh, a neo-Nazi rally while the police stood by and uh-huh. you know watch. And the only reason I end up being beaten because they were uh, beating the hell out of a guy, and uh, you know they they uh, yeah. kicked him in the head with their Doc Martens. And there was blood everywhere, and I was just standing there saying, either I, you know, get over this guy and try to hang on to a fence, right? Uh, or they're going to kill him. Right. But, uh, you know, the police absolutely, uh, you know, did nothing. You know? Right, and, uh, right. I remember being beaten for a long period of time, and I ended up with, you know, the top rib that goes into my neck was fractured. Yikes. Uh, but the guy underneath me, who they were beating, you know, had to go to the hospital, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw his forehead split open, and, and I saw him being stopped. And uh, and that was in Columbus, which had a ton of police. Right. And was yeah. perfectly capable of stopping that type of Absolutely. violence. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I, th- I think uh, probably their strategy was to let him go at it, yeah. not realizing right. what how much happen. it would get out of right. control. Right. And then in the aftermath of that, we get to hear about the many sides uh, from from Mr. Trump and um, now again, it should be clear to anyone who thinks there's two sides. One are genocidal maniacs, <laughs> and they have a track record. I laugh, but I have nervousness <laughs> to know that there these people even exist. But no, yes, they have a track record. Right, absolutely. <laughs> right. They kill other. They imprison and kill other ethnic, racial. Religious groups. Right. They have an ideology. Exactly. It's called Nazism. Right. Or neo-Nazism. Right. They're they're 
They believe that certain people are subhuman. They dehumanize them and they put them in, ga you know, uh, ovens. They gas them. Uh, you know, if you're lucky, you're just an unter, an un uh, an undermension, untermension, and they work you to death. Right. So if you're doing well, you know, if yeah, you're, yeah. you're Polish or uh, someone yeah, sure. of Eastern European, my, my nana was yeah. the best you can hope for is right. being worked to death. Yes, instead of actually being gassed, out not gassed or murdered. Sure, that's just a lovely thought, but um, it's just amazing, though, to me that the, the chief executive in this country can can continue to try to point out uh, in his own strange logic that the um, that all things being equal, that uh, there wasn't one. Well, it, it was. There bad was a lot. Of, side no, let's be fair to him. There was violence on both sides of World yes, War War Two, right? And it was morally equivalent. Mm -hmm. The genocidal maniacs are the same as the U.S. troops that fought the good war. Well, at least that's what Donald Trump would have right. you believe. Yeah, right. Donald Trump and they would had a have permit. you believe that right. American GIs that fought to stop Hitler and Mussolini are equivalent to a mass murderer Adolf Hitler. That's what Donald Trump wants you to believe. I'm not sure. I, I get confused. Uh, again, that's, that's, that's what I know. And you know, he is at this point in time a politician, and is he just trying to no, hold on to a, his base, a, or does he really believe what he's saying? See, this oh, is no, I think Steve Bannon, if you bring a fascist neo-Nazi into yes, the White House... Being Bannon. Right? Yeah. If you bring Bannon into the White House, uh, and he's advising you, and he somehow convinced you that these rabid genocidal maniacs... Uh, in many cases, let me plug this back in. I got a little yeah, excited yeah. there. These genocidal maniacs uh, are your political base. Uh, then it's going to end very badly, right? If right. that is Donald right. Trump's base. political base, right? Uh, our country is headed for civil war. Sure enough, yeah, that, that could be. You're listening to WGRN, the Green Renaissance, ninety-four point one. Bob Fetrakis in the studio with my co-host, Dan Dugan. The Apprentice is what I like to call myself. But, uh, the, uh, the Apprentice. I haven't been fired yet, so I think we made it through a month. Wow. Well, because uh, <laughs> you don't know the moral equivalency thing. Yeah. Now, the stuff that he said as president is so shocking. Uh, I invite all congressmen to sign a resolution of sentiment calling upon his resignation. He should really resign. At a certain point, right, right. you know, his ego should kick in and say, you know, everyone yeah. in the world is laughing at me. Right, I mean, right. He, he has just surpassed, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un <laughs> as the leading uh, bizarre yeah, political uh, figure. Yeah, I idiot, mean, idiot leader. Kim Jong-un doesn't say, you know, the Nazis, uh, they're the same as the people that opposed him. Right. Not lately, but um, yeah, what we hear is, is just astounding. And um, I, let's, can we get back a little bit, though, to discuss the statues? Because all right, what I've heard numerous times, and believe me, I'm, I was no you know, I don't think I would have been joining the Confederacy, and I, I don't believe the statues to honor war um, warriors from the past are necessarily a great idea to use public funding anyway. Um, but 
Is it the statue so much? I mean, could we just ignore the people that want to defend the existence of the statues? I mean, great if we could just do away with the statues. But again, I think the point I wanted to make was I hear that that the statues and those depicted were on the wrong side of history. But if that's the case, then shouldn't we do away with statues for the Spanish-American War and perhaps the Vietnam War? Or shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Wrong side of history, I think, is a... It's an interesting take on it, but uh, well, but uh, specifically, but I hear it. it's the and I understand it. I think well, uh, specifically, we're talking about chattel slavery. We're talking about the deliberate yes uh, yeah. enslavement of I, human beings me. and making them property. And there's really what, what people don't seem to understand. There's really nothing like it in the modern world. You have to go back to the Roman Empire. Hmm. You know, I mean. What what you had in medieval times, and even what you had in in the Arab world, is yeah, you you might have uh, enslaved somebody or made somebody a peasant, but they still had autonomy. You tied them to the land; you can't leave the land, but they weren't personal property. Right. I mean, that was a bizarre creation coming out of Tobacco Road and really pushed on by Bacon's Rebellion where indentured whites and blacks uh, came together to rebel against those who had the money. So what you did is you created a bizarre, I mean, uh, it's called a peculiar institution, where certain race of people were chattel slavery. So when you're fighting on the side of the South, you're fighting for an institution that had been out of favor for a thousand years. Mm -hmm. You know, you're fighting chattel slavery. And you're also saying, I mean, here's the great irony, of course, is uh, essentially why aren't they perceived as traitors to the United States? They were trying to destroy what we now know as the United States of America. They were trying to succeed from the Union, and it was over the issue of slavery. It wasn't over culture. It was over one thing. And uh, with that came a whole ideology of white supremacy. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of the questions with the statue, let me refer here to Orwell. Right? Orwell uh, famously said, he who controls the present yeah. controls the past. Right. And he who controls Speaking the past of history. Yeah. controls the future. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you know, you, you want those things, put them in a, a, a military museum. But these things are on public display right Right. these are uh, out publicly why would maryland which didn't succeed from the union a border state have confederate generals in public Mm. i mean what signal are you sending the people so maryland also has statues is what you're saying yeah Yeah. i mean maryland a lot of the border states right kentucky sure tennessee but particularly the deep south uh, as well. Of course. I mean, I've argued repeatedly we, you know, we should rename this town. Uh, you know, Columbus yes. uh, has his own baggage. About a third of the population agrees with me, 35, 36%. Uh, mm-hmm. percent, but he was a conquistador. Uh, and, uh, you know, in many ways, uh, well, <laughs> inadvertently, and uh, in many ways allowed his troops to commit genocide on the town of Indians. Uh, in what he renamed Hispaniola, you know, the island sure. where Haiti and right. the Dominican right. Republic are. Right. So, 
Uh, I mean, these are necessary discussions. Uh, they, they really are. That's heroes, that's what I'm saying. I, I want to hear, you know, I, I, that's that's what I need to hear, and I think we all do, and have these discussions, and perhaps civil discussions if it's possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm But thinking, I do understand uh, why people Nazis, get enraged. Trust me. But I'm I've, not thinking neo-Nazis. If you become and a neo-Nazi, you're probably not going to be thinking about civil discussion. Right. You're conservative, you want a civil discussion, you know, you you get a subscription to National Review. Correct. Uh, you know, so, or you, but you, you join the right. Federalist Society. Right. right. Right, or the Young Republicans. The good old Federalists, yes. Yes. But, you know, you don't hang around with, uh, you know. Or the now seemingly quaint John Birch Society, right? If right, which uh, mm-hmm. almost seems rational by uh, by neo-Nazi standards. Right. Hey, what else do we know about this guy from Worthington, by the way? Oh, Andrew Angling, uh, according to, uh, you know, his biography, uh, he went to the Linwood Alternative School there. and was sort of a uh, hippie for a while. Uh, we know his uh, family was very privileged and uh, uh, went to a fundamentalist Christian church, uh, even though a site that David huh. Stormer is, you know, sort of the huff post of, uh, of the neo-Nazi white supremacist move, movement. He still, you know, uh, has uh, Christian uh, identity leanings, uh, is against the Church of the Creator, which is a naturalist. Uh, neo-Nazi uh, hmm. uh, order that doesn't believe in Christianity. Uh-huh. So, uh, and uh, we don't know what else. We know that uh, he moved to the Philippines and was teaching English there. And somewhere along the line, around 2013, 2014, he he found Adolf Hitler, which became his salvation. Wow! So he's got Jesus and Hitler, is what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm not sure Jesus is happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should ask him. Yeah, we have, there are Jesus statues around, that's for sure. I like the one down on Livingston that was uh, posed in a variety of different ways with the spotlight on it. Oh, yeah. At one point uh, with the, uh, the arms that, extended as a touchdown. In, and, uh, on private property. I understood. People, yeah. yeah, people are Some people had some fun with it. He was juggling at one point with the shadows, too. So, yes. Yeah, sure enough. Fun with statues, folks. That's that's what we that's what we've got going on here. So, but the guy still lives in Worthington. Well, uh, supposedly right? lives in an apartment complex up there, but there's other reports. He's fled to you know Russia. He's in Germany, uh, and uh, of course, I think he himself claimed he was in Nigeria, which uh, really? I sort of doubted. But hmm. interesting. I wonder what he would be doing there. I did kind of like looking at the guy who was dancing through the, tiptoeing through the tulips when he got surrounded. I don't know if you caught that footage, but he got surrounded by uh, anti-racist folks. And uh, he was quite panicked, the poor little, poor little fella. So, uh, you know, at some point in time, we will see how our leader might deal with adversity. And like I've said before, I'm really afraid his tiny hands will slip through the cuffs. But maybe we can see that down the road at some point in time. Well, it would be a real good time to uh, essentially call, uh, pass a resolution of sentiment, asking him to resign. Right. Uh, right. I think he's beyond the pale. He he's done something so offensive. Right. So morally corrupt. Right. And so bankrupt. Yes. And, and taking the side of right. genocidal right. killers. It, I don't know how he can be. Yeah. 
the president of the United and, and States it, or, or any nation. It's going to be somewhat I mean, of he's a, violating yeah. all human rights. Right. Somewhat of a wake-up call that he had uh, his, his uh, industrialists, his advisors, uh, resign. And, of course, then he fired them no, just no. to make sure that, uh, That's right. that they were completely gone. And he's now disbanded it. Well, thank you very much, Donald. So, you know, businessman that he is, that, uh, oh, my, it's amazing. Right, when the uh, corporate capitalist class abandons right. a billionaire, <laughs> that billionaire has to be so offensive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I will say this, though. His hair was looking rather robustly blonde, but I guess that's what well, a golf course the, can do for no, you. No, no, I'm thinking in <laughs> honor of Aryan Nation, the good God people knows. on the yeah. side, right. the white that's southerners, the... Sure. In honor of Rebel Toehead Boys, yes. he got a new blonde. He got it, yes. He had it a definitely blonde. looked more. Yeah. So, so he that, could look more white. Someone told me that that was just more sun from the golf course. But uh, you might know about such things. But Golfing, I mean, not uh, not coloring your hair. But I did notice that, yes, he, uh, you're right. He had more of that Aryan look with the, uh, with the blonde, the blonde. Stronger blonde look, which, by the way, according to one story you read, was uh, his his hair has been uh, plugged into the scalp, and that he has mm -hmm. been uh, heavily um, he's used Propecia to, for for a long time, which includes a variety of different uh, and, and has side, side effects, effects. Yes, a, which can make you go somewhat nutty, if you will, if you were to use it extended periods, but. Uh, and uh, he was always a bit odd. Yeah, know? I was going to say, he might not have needed the propitiation. And when he in the used to call place. in and be his own fake PR guy. Yeah, what? That was amazing. Donald, right. Donald Trump gets like oh really hot babes, like super <laughs> models, like to do yeah. nasty, filthy stuff with them. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the other, the other side of Donald. Who knows? My God. It is, it's an amazing world. And you, you can't trump this stuff. You can't, you can't even make it up. That's what's amazing and scary. But then there's also more of the Ohio connection back to the uh, incident with the with the uh, the, the woman dying from uh, in Charlottesville. There's the the driver of the car from Mommy. James uh, Alex Fields mm -hmm. Jr. And this is and the, an Athens guy was him, hurt. Right? Did they give him a middle name? Because all right wingers or people that do. Ah. Crazy stuff. You have to refer I to them by hmm. three names. Right. Really? Mark, David, I thought that was Chapman. Ah, yes. Oh, now it's coming back to me. All right. Okay. But at least that's one of the theories. But James Alex Fields right. of Mommy Jr. Right. I wonder what Senior's up to or uh, whether Senior has. His mother seemed surprised from what I understood. She thought he was at a Trump rally. Yeah. Well, maybe she was right. But um, also the connection with the, there was a person, a guy from Athens that got injured as well. Who was injured. And uh, also there were uh, two uh, journalists, uh, college journalists from Antioch, uh, who ah, were right there on the no spot kidding. taking uh, uh, pictures as well. Uh -huh. So yeah. uh, a lot of Ohio connections. Also the fact that uh, there's at least 27 white supremacist groups. There's other so-called hate groups, but 27 of them in Ohio that last count. hate right. group. Yes. Yeah, right. according to the Southern mm -hmm. Poverty Law Center. Mm -hmm. So Ohio's always been uh, fertile ground, 28th uh, out of 50 states in terms of the amount of total hate groups. 
some of them, to be fair, have moved here, gravitated here. Right. Uh, if you're in Montana and you're a hate group, right? Yeah, it's there's not a whole lot. There's of not a whole lot of people to pick on or you to can, like, point yell out. Yell at a black cow. Yeah, sure. The old black, black and white cow. Let's get down by the Race fence and yell at that uh, that Negro uh, bovine creature down there. Yes. Uh, so a lot of times wow. they move here. Well, we got one yes, minute. Yes, the stereotypical uh, rancher. To, uh, <laughs> to, uh, yes, uh, indeed. Cow's looking pretty good. Uh, uh, boy, oh boy, uh, boy. Let me quote the president here, Donald Trump. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, in the last minute, uh, any last thoughts, uh, Mr. Oh, Dugan? I just it just gets thicker and and weirder uh, all the time, and I'm I'm just riveted watching what's going on in the news and. Uh, Wondering when we're going to spill through this and, and move on to a more... And occasionally you're like, am I on shrooms? Peaceful times. Has, yeah, well, has me? Been dosing Go me? on. Has somebody been low-dosing me? Yeah, because flashback, they call it. Because I'm in an alternative it. universe. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and that's the other side of the news. This is the other side of the Thank news. You.